commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And sometimes feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may see things differently. But in the end, this is Still Still Love love You, Bro. Well. Another um, week. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I agree. I agree. Uh, Before before we, you're not going to be able to hear this, but right before the intro started, Chris asked me if I remember the intro. And to be honest, no, I never do until right in the moment, right before I'm about to say it, and then it just kind of like happens. Like instant recall. Yeah, yeah. Like right. Riding a bike, like that. same as riding a bike. You remember what, it. Yeah, that's it. Wasn't that an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, uh, Instant that Recall? Was Total Recall. Total Recall, maybe. Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where, like, harvest people's organs or something like that? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. That's something about memories. Wow. What a busy week in the news. Like, we're going to... Oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, what, what I really enjoyed, though, was about... Have you seen the article where Mike Tyson punched a dude on the plane? I was listening to that on the radio today. Do you have anything? You have something on that? Is there like a story behind it? Or well, from what I gather, uh, it was recorded by somebody. Of course, you know Mike Tyson gets on a plane with you. You're, you're like, wow, I'm gonna at least take some video. So this guy and his friend were sitting behind Mike. We'll call him Mike. And um, I guess the 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 one guy was talking to him friendly, asked to take a selfie. So somebody from across the aisle took a selfie. Well, then the guy's friend who's sitting in the next seat, I guess, was getting the you know whole complex of why am I not making rapport with Mike Tyson? So he keeps leaning over the seat and kind of talking to Mike. And right. at first it says Mike was very patient about it and then um, really kind of got annoyed. And Mike's like, you know, dude, just chill out a little bit. I'm trying to. Um, and then that led into like Mike Tyson punching him. What's <laughs> interesting, though, is I saw the picture of the dudes and his like injury or whatever. Mike Tyson didn't throw a good punch. I don't know if he's out of practice or what, but it, I mean, the dude was like had two little cuts on his head. Well, he was, he was merciful. I'll use this as an analogy. So, in uh, in choir when I was in college, and trust me, this all makes sense in the end. Um, our director taught us that a okay choir can sing really loud and huge and and just you know big sound, but a great choir can sing quiet. And so I think Mike Tyson chose not to, chose do not to wow. full power punch this dude because he knew he'd probably uh, severely injure him. Um, so What's I don't know. up with celebrity hitting like 2020? I don't know. Got the, the it's s- most definitely 2022. The, yeah, I keep saying 2020, you know, but... Is it, it, do you share this emotion? Do I feel less, you know, like... Because when, when the whole Chris Rock thing happened and uh, Will Smith... That was almost kind of like instant, yeah, that was bad. He shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we had that kind of reaction. What are we feeling about Mike Tyson? I mean, I've been on a plane and I've had people, you know, behind me talking, not to me. I mean, I'm not as famous as Mike Tyson, but, you know, I've had like people annoying, annoying kids and stuff. And I've wanted to turn around and like slap somebody. But, you know, I can't imagine being at the point where you just need to turn around and punch a dude. Mike just did what everyone else has always wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. I've never, honestly, I've never flown on a plane, but, you know, maybe one day. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, you know, Mike Tyson, you know, I I wouldn't say this if he were here, but he's done some kind of rough things in his life. He's struggled with mental illness and all that stuff. And, but he's gotten better. He's recovered, and now he's apparently in the weed business. I Didn't think he has like weed farms and yeah. Um, Wasn't he the one that bit Floyd Mayweather's ear off or something? Yeah, yes, okay. he did that. <laughs> well, that dude's pretty lucky then. Yeah, I know he still has an ear. <laughs> he bit his head off. So, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, wow. I know. And I, and then I saw that, of course, obviously they're not wearing masks now. The the there's a lot of controversy with. Um, with the masks on there, so you could actually see their face. Maybe, maybe if he was wearing a mask, they wouldn't even know it was Mike Tyson, so they probably wouldn't even gotten that position in the first place. Mm. Well, along with popular things in the news, does well everyone knows Ice Age, right? What a, like oh, the you movie? showed me this earlier, and it yeah. was sad. Ice Age, the movie, yeah. you know, animated film. Well, mm-hmm. Blue Sky Animation Studios, the creators of Ice Age, Rio, and many other children films, has closed. Oh, no, really? And they released a final video of the little, I, I don't know his it's name. No, the really? That's, that's the little really squirrel sad. catching his acorn for the final for time. For the final time? He no finally way. got it. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. and it's It made me kind of cry. Like, he, the squirrel finally ate oh, his nut. And then... Scrat, that's his name. Yeah. He finally got his acorn. 
That's kind of sad. It's mixed emotions. As busy as film has been since we're back in the swing of things, like how does an animation studio, why did they close? Does it say why they closed? I haven't looked into it that far. I've been too upset about Scrap finally getting his acorn. I mean, you got to think, because I I started watching those movies when I was little, and that has been... It feels like forever. <laughs> like three years ago. And I was well, like, that's no, just that, so, I mean, that's so iconic, though. Cause yeah. Everyone knows. And that's why yeah. it was like, oh, my Lord, because I remember that as a kid. And what honestly, I, that's like, you got to think that's 15 years ago now. What, and that shows time for you. And of course, but, I just uh, I just watched the video. So anybody who hasn't seen it yet, if you don't if you mute yourself, mute me for a moment. Um, I mean, the lovely thing about that is like at the end, there's still like a deadpan comedy. He literally just eats it. Yeah. And, walks and then away. he puts it down. And it's like, I'm moving on to the next one. Like, I've just been chasing this uh, acorn for the past, like, you know, 10, 12 20 years. years. Yeah. 20 years. And, I mean, wow. he, you got to think, if you've watched it, I mean, he's chased it over Antarctica and to the center of the Earth and... <laughs> And I wonder a, if they. Uh, uh, well, and, I wonder if they planned that twenty years ago when they started the company. You know, we're gonna. Our goal is to make this animated guy and the with the. So if we ever go out of business, then it we, had to have been planned final. at some point. Because yeah. I mean, with how long? If it was just you know this one little niche and then done, they would have let him c- catch the nut into you know two or three movies. But there's been like eight Ice Age movies. So here's the question: Over did, twenty years, did did they come in and tell everybody you know we're shutting down, you're all fired? By the way, will you make one more animation? Or did somebody say, hey, no, make this animation, and then told him like after it was published that we're that, shutting down? That feels like a you know a mutual thing, like of the animators, you know, because they got to close the saga down. That that's something I think they put they their did. life work into. So it's that seems more like of an emotional kind yeah, of. I hope know. that's the case. Yeah. That make more sense. All right. So Blue Skies released thirteen films. The final one being Spies in the Skies, released in December of twenty nineteen. Uh, shut down due to the economic impact of the COVID nineteen lockdown on the Walt Disney Company. Well, it's uh, that's amazing that Walt Disney would have that problem. But I mean, look at the numbers. Like Netflix lost. What two hundred million dollars or something mm-hmm. like yeah. thousands or two million? I'm sorry, and, and thousands of subscribers, and they're still going to try the whole you know charge for people for sharing their account. Which I get it, you know, it's like giving everybody a half price deal if you share it with your mom in law in a different house. But streaming, as much as I see that streaming is um, becoming more and more popular now, where are they moving to? Right, so Netflix mm-hmm. is losing that many people. Are they going to Hulu or? Well, you know Disney? what what people are going to do, at least, uh, you know, the hackers of the world are just going to be like, well, I'm just going to VPN into my mom's house whenever I want to watch Netflix. And yeah. there you go. I just, I'm just watching Netflix at my mom's house. What are you going to do about that? You know, that'd be interesting because they're, they're, they're stock tanked a little bit. And uh, and they're really they've been testing the whole you know figure out how to charge people for it. They've had losses recently. I think it, they lot. announced a bunch of losses. Yeah. And um, the. Um, what I understand is that they're what they're going to try to do is charge you, you know, a certain amount of fee if you want to be able to have it shared at another house. But but I saw this group saying that what would make more sense for them to really fix the problem is give you the ability to log in and unsubscribe devices. So like if you go into Netflix now, say you've shared it with your neighbor or your mom or all the people you shouldn't have, and they don't log out, you can't unshare it with them unless you change your password and log them out. So they're in Netflix, you have to click a button that logs everybody out. So my point to that is, well, that's not that hard to log your few devices in. But there's groups saying, well, if they'd allow you just to remove one device, you know, that'll save them enough money. People will willingly kick out, you know, their relatives and stuff. No, they won't. You can click remove them all now and, and log back in on your devices. I don't think that's going to save the company. Yeah. Like they're I mean, saying. Tele- there's always ways around it. Telegram uh, messaging app that I use a fair bit, and I feel like most of us do, there's a way for you to individually kick each device out, which has been useful. I mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's how most services are. If you share an account across several devices, you can individually, you know, deauthorize yeah. those yeah. devices. So It's really useful, especially when you're like, oh, wait a second. I don't know anybody in Libya. I probably should kick this device off my Google account. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I've got a little something. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this, but um, you may have heard that there was a streaming service called CNN Plus that was coming out. They they actually launched it on um, March 29th. CNN Plus what? Well, CNN like Disney Plus, <laughs> like Hulu extra? Plus, CNN Discovery extra? Plus. There's a, there's all the pluses. Disney should have copyrighted this whole you know Disney Plus kind of thing because everyone's just following that that moniker when you have a streaming service of like a cable news network or something like that. 
Uh, well, um, hilarious, hilariously, uh, rather, uh, CNN Plus will be shutting down uh, on April 30th, 2022. When did they start? One month ago. <laughs> what was it? Really? That's, that's kind of like yes. Rock Center. Did you ever see Rock Center? No. no. Um, I think it was Brian Wilson or something, but it, it was a really cool formatted news show and um, kind of like Vice News on HBO that kind of shut down. But really? Rock Center, like yeah. Brian Wilson, like on the radio, Brian Wilson. I, I think I keep hearing. I, I, maybe it wasn't Brian Wilson, but it was a famous. Uh, it was a very nationally recognized host, oh. hmm. and um, it was Rock Center, and it was like there, and then all of a sudden it was gone. They didn't get the ratings they thought. Yeah, well, they had something like um, I'm trying to find exactly, but it was something like 130,000 subscribers after the first month. That's Which pretty I'm sure, decent. I mean, but like five bucks. They, I think they invested something like, um, oh, let's see. I heard it was something like three hundred million dollars into this wow. platform. And, and what were they going to do on it though? Like everything they couldn't put in twenty four hours. That's the thing. It's CNN? like, yeah, it's like, what are you doing extra now? Obviously, they're they're shooting, um, you know, other spots and reporting other things and. But, you know, it's kind of been a joke among conservatives lately because, you know, obviously we don't like CNN. <laughs> so it was pretty funny to see, you know, they think they're popular enough to do a streaming service. Well, <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> worked out really good. Yeah. I've kind of put them in their place. On 99.7 in Nashville. Oh, I've yeah. The jokes about it. I'm sure you have. I'll, yeah. I'm waiting for 99.7 plus. Yeah, seriously. That would be. <laughs> How's that going to work out? Oh, uh, that is a good point. Um, well, I, I, I subscribe. Um. <laughs> of course he would. Uh, Honestly, I don't listen to like FM radio as much as I used to. I stream music to my phone a fair bit. I like most of the time. I, you know, I'm a I'm an old school radio guy, and I like radio, um, terrestrial radio. And I just found that in Lebanon, Tennessee, there is a station called WWTW, mm. and it is. I was fascinated one night because I saw a post on on Facebook that somebody said, "Hey, support this show." They're playing music for Ukrainians at this radio station, and the feedback from the Ukrainians, they're like in their bunkers. This is a shortwave station, by the way, not an FM station. This is all, and all of our older listeners are going to know exactly what we're talking about, shortwave. But you could buy the radios for like 30, 40 bucks at Radio Shack, put it on a battery, and you could hear broadcasts from around the world. And what they found were that, that or what they found was that people in Ukraine were listening to it, and they kept riding into the show saying, we want to hear, like, classic rock American music while we're in our bunkers and while we're hiding. So this radio station took one of their transmitters, and now on that channel, they stream, like, great music. Like, I, list, I was streaming it on the web, mm -hmm. which is interesting. you got a worldwide shortwave station that you listen to on the web, too. But Yeah, that's, like, um, right in your backyard. <laughs> great classic rock, man. Like, uh, Credence, and I was just, yeah. I was listening to it all day. And so, you know, now they're taking donations, but... um. And you know, and there, but you can call an eight hundred number. This is what I really liked, and you can leave a message for someone in Ukraine, like a you know, a positive affirmation or whatever, and they play it back on the air. Oh wow! So That's Ukraine cool. can hear it. So you've got Sweet. a lot of Americans just saying, "Hey, we're you know, our hearts with you." Isn't that Stay cool strong. to just live in a place that has that? I've seen pictures of their transmitter site and stuff. Um, there, the actual antenna is is so huge. It is so long. It's a big old long wire that's suspended across. I don't know how long. It's not probably not miles, but it's it's huge, extremely long. And they put out so much power on this thing. You know, hundreds of thousands of watts uh, on this shortwave thing. I'm just like, wow. You know, well, shortwave to me always seemed like kind of a um, not like a pirate radio thing, but like a you know an amateur sort of thing yeah, where you I know you could just started. you could just do shortwave if you wanted to have a radio station but it really is a huge operation you need tons of equipment you actually have to go and get a license older equipment too yeah i mean it's not that everyday makes... am equipment yeah. yeah so what i find fascinating though grant's gonna laugh but what you can have a when we think of terrestrial broadcasts like you know 103.3 kdf which used to live in nashville which was a great rock station they would transmit in Nashville, Middle Tennessee would hear it. With with that shortwave, just imagine, though, you're sitting in a microphone and somebody in the Ukraine, somebody on almost the opposite side of this globe, it's it's round, by the way, if you're listening, it's not flat, um, can hear <laughs> your radio station. Now, as an old school radio guy, that's just absolutely amazing. Of course, you know, kids like Grant that are as young as him are thinking, well, I can just go on the internet and stream something from, from the Ukraine or yes. And you can, you grew up with that instantly connected internet world, but imagine, you know, how cool it was years ago when it was really popular to just put batteries in a thing and listen to somebody in another country 
Which then also reminds me, I'm, I may have mentioned this on a previous show, but there's an app that lets you listen to um, radio stations from around the world mm-hmm. too. And you can, it's got a globe and you can, you know, pick a, a radio station. And a lot of them, any, basically any radio station that has internet streaming shows on this map. I ended up finding on, on well, the east side of um, um, Ireland, there's a little radio station on a little island, and 24-7 they play, like, classic Irish drinking songs. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you, and you just spin the globe on this, and you find it, and you click it, and you can sit there listening to Irish music all day long. It, it's neat, but, you know. Who else had whose lines did anyway pop in their head right when I heard that? <laughs> <laughs> so. so I don't know, but that's amazing. So I found that that's here, you know, in Lebanon, and they're just now, I guess, getting popular. So if you're listening, look up WWTW. Uh, support them. They're doing great things for the Ukraine. Um, you know, just sending a message to somebody. I can't pick up the phone right now and call somebody in Ukraine and say mm-hmm. my heart goes out to you, but there's a way. And, um, you yeah. know, if you're able to donate some to this station to keep it on the air, you know, please do. But if anything, look at it on the internet and listen to some great classic rock. I was rocking out to Credence the other day. Yeah, that's really cool. I wish we had a better form factor uh, shortwave radio we could, like, keep in our car or something like that. So, yeah. And the only other thing, too, is I'm an audiophile. Yeah. And, you know, it's not the greatest audio no, in shortwave, but, yeah. you know, to, just the fact that you're hearing it around the world is, is one thing. Single sideband, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that you sacrifice a lot of quality, but that that's you get further around the world. Um, let's have an update on the Elon Musk saga with Twitter. Um, so I know we talked about that last episode, or was it the previous one? Yeah, it was previ- previous. Well, previous to previous. Okay. Um, they, now, let's just to make sure, last I understand, he made the bid to. To buy it, and their board immediately adopted a poison pill. Exactly, that's kind of what we were going to update. Yeah. Okay, so gotcha. essentially, what they did was, um, and this happened, I think, last week. Um, the Twitter board said, "Well, you know, they in, they invoked a rule that they created that most, you know, of these corporations seem to have, is that if any one stockholder holds more than fourteen point nine percent of the company." Uh, they're going to sell addition, create and sell additional shares to other holders at an, a huge discount. Like flood the shares, yeah, just extremely like flood it until the person has no no longer has essentially fifteen percent, uh, so that they can't gain control of the company in a hostile takeover, which is exactly what Musk is doing. Um, and uh, I don't think this has deterred him at all because this came out today that Elon Musk has secured. $46.5 billion in financing uh, to buy Twitter in its entirety. He's so going wait, to. That means he has to buy all the shares from every stockholder. Yep. And if they sell, right? Well, here's the thing it's, it, it would be a kind of a vote of the stock, uh, of, of each stockholder, I think. So if so, he goes in and offers the stockholders more than what their stock is worth, yep. they would be interested in selling. So he's basically saying. If they flood this with these extra stocks, I'll buy them all from you at a, at a pretty much. Price? Yeah. Well, he's actually right now. Twitter, at least at the time of this article, was um, forty six dollars and ninety eight cents, which is significantly higher than before he talked about buying it. Yeah. Because his original offer, which is what he's sticking to, is fifty four dollars and twenty cents. Elon Musk, you know, sneaking a little sneaky four twenty in there too, um, fifty four dollars and twenty cents uh, per share, which was when this originally came out. I mean, a huge amount over the price of Twitter, so it shot up like crazy because you know, wow, you know, we're going to get an instant return on our investment. Here is the thing with you know how these things work is you know the whole goal of a of a uh, you know a public corporation like this is to benefit the stockholders financially. Yep. So. The the board of Twitter can't just tell Elon Musk no when he's saying, I'm going to buy your company for more than your shares are worth because they would be acting uh, out of not in the benefit of the stockholders. Right. So they have their own reasons for doing it, which in this, this case is, you know, the board maintaining control of Twitter, doing whatever political thing they want to do, which, you know, that's my opinion. But anyway, they want to hold Twitter as, you know, because if the board doesn't hold Twitter and it becomes private, the board doesn't exist anymore. They're just trying to maintain their own existence, which is why the poison pill is being talked about. And obviously everyone who holds Twitter stock is like, uh, yeah, give me an instant, like, you know, 11 dollars per share return on everything because you know these people are going to benefit they own they own you know tons of twitter stock you would have to own a lot of stock though to really get a benefit but what you know what about your stockholders who are thinking i'd rather 
I guess what's the performance that Twitter's been over the years? Has it really made a lot of money? If if yeah. it has, some of your stockholders may want to stay. Well, and that's the thing is actually Twitter has been slow in a slow decline for a number of years now. And that's one of the reasons why they don't really have an argument against preventing him from buying it. Now, Twitter was super popular and just shooting through the roof. Obviously, they can easily reject any offer to buy it because they can say, well, you know, future predictions say it's going to go up this much. The problem is, you know, the SEC actually agrees that, you know, Twitter, that Elon Musk's offer is a generous sufficient. offer. Yeah, it's it's a it's sufficient offer. It's not it's not just a it's not a, um, a bargain for him. You know, it's it's not something that, well, the, the stockholder is going to lose money in the next you know few years because of this. It just the way the stock has been going. They've decided, hey, you know, actually, this is a pretty dang good offer. Um, I, I think he'll end up owning it. I hope he does because, um, you know, he's been out on Twitter itself, funny enough, ironic enough, uh, talking about, you know, uh, his latest thing was he's going to, um, if he buys Twitter, or he says when, when, when he purchases Twitter, um, he will be verifying every account, making sure there's a human behind every single account. Bot accounts, gone. No more bots on Twitter. And I'm not big into Twitter, but apparently that is a major issue. And obviously we had, you know, the 2020 election, the 2016 election. Um, you know, the government came out and said that there was huge influence from foreign actors on social media. Twitter was a big part of that because, you know, bots and, and trolls trying to inflate tensions between the sides. So I think it's going to be good making some sort of identity verification being a part of Twitter. Uh, as like a home automation guy, kind of disappointing. Hopefully there is a way to get around that and say, you know, declare, hey, I am a bot and I'm going to be posting as a bot. Because um, there's a lot of automation folks that um, they like use Twitter's API to post when, I don't know, post when they turn on their coffee maker automatically in the morning. I've never been a part of that. I don't know why they would do something like that. But, you know, well, it's just kind of a thing for their followers to say, hey, this is like what Like the guy that was tweeting doing. out like Elon Musk's jet. That was yeah, a bot. Yeah, that was right? a big bot thing. You yeah. know, I never, I forgot about that. That's interesting. Maybe this is the whole cat part of the catalyst <laughs> for this. Buy it to shut him yeah, down. Bot, d- destroy the bots and uh, wow. Maybe that's, I'm surprised he could just buy a new jet. And, well, know. that's the thing is like I remember that whole situation. Elon Musk was actually actually like, "Hey, I will hire you if you take it down. I want you to show me how you did it." You know, that and, kid should have. I mean, I know it's cute to have a bot that shows where, you know, yeah. the guy's playing Well, he is, did but... it with more than just Elon's jet after that. Like, he went into a bunch of, I don't even remember all the, the big long list, mm-hmm. but he found other, like, corporate jets and was tracking them around, apparently made a butt ton of money doing it. Well, here's the thing is, you know, uh, I guess you could say Elon Musk's um, offer was kind of like hush money, right? You know, it's sure. like, hey, stop, I'll pay you. Uh, but the dude wanted, I think he got a little bit greedy. He wanted more. I mean, yeah. he offered like a decent amount of money, but, but yeah. all the information he no. was pulling up is accessible by anybody. He's just so made it public and easy to see. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and then Elon Musk apparently used that opportunity to sure up his security measures. And now he, you can't track his jet yeah. <laughs> or at least it's harder. I'm sure there's ways around it. I think the kid was Always talking is. about, you know. Uh, finding a way around this, you know, it's it's a constant battle, which is good. It's beneficial to Elon Musk either way. You know, he can pay the dude to show him how to make his jet more secure, or he can just learn the hard way. I mean, that's how we do but, most I mean, other what's really by secure? Fire. Yeah, you can you can get off the shelf hardware that listens to transponders from the air and yeah, track it, jets. You're so going to put that in every state. Is. I'm sure there's networks of those around. There are. State. There are. If you live near an airport, there's a service where you can go to and they'll give you one for free because they ingest that data. They mm-hmm. listen for the transponders on the radio. So uh, I didn't live close enough, so they wouldn't. They didn't approve me for Aww. a free one. But you can buy it yeah. and use it at your house and it will show you ADIF, locations. Right? Is it ADIF? Yeah, something like that. I can't no. remember the name of the company that was ADF. doing this one. But but that correlates, the transponder code correlates to a plane. And if you, you know, yep. have a registration on a plane... I don't, probably wasn't related, you know, registered to Elon Musk. It was probably like, you know, it, a shell he, corp what, he does weird stuff with his kids' name. So it was probably like R2D2 yeah. com. Well, you know, he's he's got to figure out a way around it anyway, just as, you know. So he's probably got some uh, several shadow corporations or whatever that actually do his private jetting. Sure. And, you know, that's just how it is when, when you're the richest man in the world, I guess. So anyway, well, I hope he buzzed by Twitter and I hope, I think it'll be better for everybody because, um, you know, for and I'll say from the conservative point of view, obviously Elon Musk is not really 
he's he's somewhat politically active, but we can't. No one really yeah. knows if he's you know a Republican or a Democrat or he's not really either. He's kind of a libertarian from what we can tell. Well, kind, yeah. kind um, of related to that. And this is just going to be a quick little update from a couple podcasts ago of that bill that's passing in Tennessee. Uh, House Bill seventeen thirty five passed in the House today for Kerry H from twenty one eighteen. Passed in the House. So is it going to hit the gov- governor's desk now? It hits the Senate next, but it's passed okay. on first and second because we have a Republican majority in both House and Senate. Uh, not opened up the doors. Not now. to cut that off. I'm sorry, but you just reminded me of another bill that passed that's actually been really controversial. Have you guys heard of um, the new requirements in Tennessee to run for an office, a state office? No. I think that was in the same video because I sat there and watched the whole meeting. Yeah. It was a couple hours long, but, you know, I got bored. And so let me let me look up some information from this real quick because— uh, While you do that. But, yeah, they yeah. passed it in the House, and then it'll hit the Senate. But we have a Republican majority in the House and the Senate, and most of the people that stood up against it was honestly Democrats from Knoxville and Memphis. Mm-hmm. And Memphis kind of surprised me because Todd, the sponsor for the bill, asked— Every I believe almost every single one of the Memphis senators, if they carried and why, and they all said because our city is unsafe. And then one of them showed like analytics of the amount of shootings of eighteen to twenty year olds, and apparently they got the analytics backwards because the majority of civilian casualties or innocent casualties in those shootings or 18 to 20 year olds. Uh, it'll be safer now though, with every 18, just getting a gun and carrying it. I well, mean, here's the thing is that, you know, or is it 18 to 20 year olds killing 18 to 20 year olds? That would make sense. I mean, that's typically, you know, without getting into the race aspect of it, you know, yeah. you can get down to the dose, dirty statistics, but you know, that seems more likely to me is that it's those people killing those people. So are you doing anything by allowing those people to legally carry handguns when they're already carrying illegally and killing everybody? I mean, I don't know. It. I started, I started I, as a fool, like, agreed to it. But the more I've stood back and, like, looked at things, I think, like, in my case, I feel okay carrying a handgun. But I've worked with handguns my entire life. I've learned with them. My parents have taught me and raised me to use it wisely i intend on going to classes to be able to be proficient and know how to use it but then i look at kids around me my age and i go i wouldn't really trust you with a bag of rocks let alone to be able to carry a handgun now if we still had the class i would be more okay with it but it, it's still there but who's gonna know do it's it when gonna it's permitless it. care well, well I no it was too much effort I intend on doing it, but, you know, having a permit is... But you're not a random 18-year-old that just had this legislation passed and thought, I'm going to go get a gun. I mean, but in, well, you've been around it your entire life. Well, and one person was, uh, one of the senators was like, well, now there's no background check. And that's kind of correct to a, a point, but to be able to even purchase a firearm, you have to go through a background check. Yeah. So that's kind of a mood argument because, yeah. yeah I mean, but it, then but then you go through the fact that you can't purchase a, a handgun unless you're 21. So where are you getting this handgun? It's like, uh, so you're going to have someone straw purchase it for you so that you can carry it? Yeah. It can be gifted. My daddy's you. cousin's uncle got it for me. For for my Chris birth thanks day. One yeah. of those days. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to happen one way or the other I at, found, at this point. I found what I was looking for. Awesome. Um, it, so there was a, a recent law passed in Tennessee. I don't have that kind of, that data. I was looking for it, but I found this article that is more of what I want to talk about. You know that bill? Um, No, I I, I couldn't think of it off the top of my head, but essentially what it does um, is it changes the requirements to become a uh, state representative or state or federal representative from Tennessee um, to where you have to live in the state for a longer period of time. Uh, it extends that time period. I can't okay, remember Okay, who's how. running that they're not wanting to get in office? That's exactly right. Um, so you might have heard about the redistricting that happened that split Nashville up into like four districts or something like that. Yeah. And so the north one is a brand new district, and this is a brand new seat in Congress because I think Tennessee got a seat added in Congress uh, So, uh, or several seats added in Congress. So this is a brand new seat, and there were three uh, candidates that technically did not meet these new requirements 
um, uh, for for being elected. Now, the 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 state or secretary of state of Tennessee said they met the requirements on the end of the registration day, uh, whatever day that was. They're qualified. That was their opinion, um, and I kind of agreed with them. Uh, but the Tennessee GOP um, has voted to remove um, Morgan Ortegas. That's the one that was backed by Donald Trump that came out, and that was kind of controversial among conservatives. Uh, Baxter Lee and Robbie Starbuck, they're all off the primary ballot for the Republican primary for these the state house or this, uh, this federal um, uh, house position. So I never really had agreed with this whole situation. Um, and most, for some reason, I don't, I don't understand it. And this is just from listening to my talk radio. I don't hear a lot of people not liking this. Um, and I don't like it because I didn't like what happened in other states in the middle of the 2020 election when they changed rules in, you know, in, in the, you know, uh, the, the hope uh, to, you know, fix things due to COVID, you know, the governor's changed rules in the middle of an election cycle, in the middle of an election, right? They changed some of the state legislatures did that, but mostly it was governors doing that. And that caused election results to change. You know, you don't have to say that it could have made Donald Trump win, but it certainly changed election results. And I don't think it was fair. So to do this now and say, oh, we've got three people that we don't really like and we don't, the GOP doesn't really want uh, in a powerful position in Tennessee— so we're just going to change the law and make it to where they don't qualify. Um, and then the GOP is just going to use their power to say, well, we don't want them on the ballot. And now they're all screwed. They've been spending money campaigning here for quite a while. And I don't think it's fair. I, I, I'm a person that I'm like, you know, if I believe something, it's going to be no matter who does it. You know, I, I think you should be able to do this thing. It doesn't matter what pol- pol- eh, politics you are. It doesn't matter what party you stand for. Um, this is not something I agree with. I think if, if you're going to pass this law, it needs to go into effect after this election cycle. Oh, yeah. Doing it in the middle of an election cycle? It's extremely dirty. Wow. And, you know, it may be that it doesn't take effect legally, but the GOP, uh, the party, the Republican Party in Tennessee uh, did not see it that way. So they, they essentially said these guys are off the ballot. You know, and conservatives will argue and say, hey, you know, this is what the GOP is for. They're supposed to verify these candidates and make sure they represent what the GOP represents, blah, 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 whatever. I, I, I don't think it was – it was very under the table, very nasty, and I don't agree with it at all. Um, so not very happy with it. So I guess we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be lawsuits, especially from Ortegas, which has, um, you know, the Donald in funding behind her. So um, that's going to be interesting. Surprisingly, there's not even a lot of information on the – Tennessee General Assembly website, no. which is the website I've been following for the bill that for the handgun carry bill. Yep. And I'm looking at it and I can't even find it. I don't think it was I think it was a while back that it started through the house, but um I don't know. It just really That's rubs be it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. You know? And I've never really heard anybody on the radio at least with that opinion so far. Um yeah. So here's my platform I'm gonna talk about it on. Um you know, I was also reading that because Disney in Florida has basically oh, their own city. Yeah. I remember right? reading and, about that today. And so, yeah, um, I guess the Florida is revoking um, their ability to, to do that because they're they're now changing their tax status or something. Obviously, to you know, I don't know if it's a tax grab or what, but um, they're taking their, their rights away, I guess, as, as its own city. I don't know how that's going to work because they yeah. have a lot of um, things that they do as far as the city, like the fire department and EMS is all Disney. But uh, I understand it's it's really about taxes. Well, yeah, that that and it was um, at least in my understanding. Uh, I found a good one. There's uh, there've been some people that are really upset about some of the political stances Disney's been taking lately. Um, I think it was about the uh, the Florida bill. Uh, it, it's like it's the parental rights and consent bill or something. You you may know it as the don't say gay bill in Florida. Um, I don't know that we've talked about that, have we? Um, it, essentially, you know, and, you know, Chris, if you have an opinion about what what's in the bill, we can, you know, discuss it. But um, I, it's been publicized to be, 
you know, teachers are not allowed to talk about homosexuality, trans topics or anything like that uh, at all. Um, if you read the bill, it is, I think it's like third grade and under. You're not allowed to teach about uh, topics related to sex, gender identity, anything like that. Um, and it's not that you can't talk or say gay. It's it's literally just, hey, you, you can't do this. And it also... It also does something about giving parents more choice about what their kids are, what's in their kids' curriculum, stuff like that, you know. And and you know, there's been huge uproar about it. Disney um, has come out uh, and specifically about the uh, transgender um, topics in the bill, and and uh, put out a big statement on it. Um, I think this is partly a retaliation to that, you know, and, and the Florida legislature saying, well, you know, we give you a lot of leeway because you're a theme park and you're a movie company, you're an entertainment company. Now that you're starting to interject your politics into things, uh, you can't have taxpayer, um, or I guess you can't have tax breaks anymore if you're going to be a political organization. You know, that's kind of the case for a lot of stuff. You know, if, a, if an organization, for example, the whole platform versus um, uh, out like a news producer, thing you know platforms have a lot of um immunity from what users post and what users um put out on the platform because they can't always control it to a great degree as long as they take a reason take reasonable measures to protect that kind of thing uh to prevent illegal activity from happening on their platform they get a lot of uh, protections against lawsuits and stuff like that i found an article technology apple must pay a man more than one thousand dollars for not including a phone power adapter with his new iphone judge rules uh, yeah, I saw that overseas, um, a whole nation is like sanctioned. Yeah, UK plan. has said that you can't yeah. use lightning a judge you have or, to use USB-C. Well, no, no, it's not that. It's for the uh, not included. For Apple not putting it in there. For not putting, a judge ordered Apple to pay a man $1,000 for not including a power adapter with his well, iPhone. The judge said that. What I was talking about was something different. Yeah. The judge uh, said the company was making customers buy two of its products so one would work fully. Apple said the provider provided cable could be used with non-Apple adapters, which the judge rejected. So, yeah. God, we're we're spending legal time over whether somebody puts a charger in a box. I get it because I have a box of Apple chargers and Apple headphones. Every time I get a new Apple phone, it has the same cable. I use the new cable because it's newer, but I don't need the charger block. Like, I've got them all over the house. I've got, they're like bunny rabbits. Every time I open a drawer, like an Apple charger comes out, I get why they're not wanting to put them in the box because most people throw them away or put them in the drawer, and there's a cost involved that if they lower the price of the phone, maybe that would help if they're going to offset it that way. But you got to think they changed their charger from uh, lightning. It was lightning to USB-A. Now it's lightning to USB-C. That's right. And they did that right after they no longer put the charger, the charging adapter, in the box. So they came out with that new cable and didn't give you, and the, didn't give you the box, the little adapter box. And everyone's like, well, I buy my $1,300 iPhone. But hold on. What's the expectation, though? Because if, if, if they're making a product that says this is an iPhone and it comes with a cable only, as a consumer, you should know that, well, now I've got to go to Amazon and buy a, a charger for USB-C. Like, what requires them to provide a, a charger? Well, no. Not in the United States of America, right. but in other non-free well, countries. Well, that was in Rio, uh, Rio de, de, de Janeiro. Janeiro. I can't yes. say. But they Our were DJ. like, well, how are you? He, the judge said that how are you going to give someone a 1300 or pay for a $1,300 phone and not give them everything for that $1,300 phone to I work. buy a car. They don't pay for my gas. Yeah, and what if you buy a DSLR? They're not going to give you batteries all the time. Yeah, or, fi- I mean, film, ca- you can, you can buy apply a, this to Buy anything. a red weapon. Just buy the body of the red weapon. It's not going to do anything. That, that's crazy. I can kind of agree with that because I found, well, no, I found it frustrating when I went and bought my new iPhone and had to, you know, sit there. And, like, the box in the store was like $45 to get a charging block i hey, get that on amazon both for like of my, both I know, my new but androids my, came with chargers guys so you know anytime you want to come but my here. phone was you know i broke my phone i needed a phone and i had to have a way to charge it i couldn't wait for amazon necessity to ship it in a day. necessity necess- that is what you, that's the problem that we they live in a, i would need well it. we live in a, a society a consumer society they they're making money off the necessity to have that that's literally how economics works you need it 
you better buy it. Sorry, that's just how it is. Yeah, and you know what? Computers have USB-C ports these days. There's plenty of places to plug it. So this is just kind of a yeah. a waste for the judicial center. Some, what we'll, I'm not going to say is a waste, though, is on 420. We didn't get a lot of 420 jokes because of our recording schedule. But in Missouri, um, there was 500 pounds of weed that spilled on an interstate oh, no. on 420. <laughs> on an interstate? That's hilarious. Yeah, there was a crash. Um, it took one more, more than one patrol car to transport it to the evidence room. <laughs> more than one patrol car. Yeah. That, that, well, Pull out the paddy wagon. More than one, less than 50, right? Yeah. That, that's it's kind about of that much. open-ended there, more than one. It's like I say, it takes more than one semi-truck to transmit all the goods across the United States every day. What, you, you know, that's the stoners are up there like, wow, this is beautiful. But there's like just, <laughs> this you know, is packages amazing. of weed it's all like, over the just interstate. It's like Pac-Manning it across the interstate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Something else. If uh, a Lay's truck flipped and wrecked around the same time, it would be just a be lot air. Of happy people. No, yeah, it, the, the McDonald's would be, be empty. <laughs> that is true. It would be mostly air. So <laughs> Something else technology related, and this is just kind of an assumption because I've been seeing all these articles saying that the chip shortage is finally slowly coming to an end. And I've been looking at vehicles for a while, and I was sitting and thinking and looking at these articles going, there is hundreds upon thousands of brand new vehicles that are sitting around the U.S., that don't have chips, yep. and they're going to flood the new car market. Yeah, and then uh, everything's going to go down. That's a good point. Um, I don't know, though. The GPU market is kind of having a similar effect, but the prices aren't going down. They're, they're just staying locked because people want them so bad. But, but you yeah, they're buying them for mining rigs. Yeah, well, yeah, that they've tried to address that for a while, um, and they've, they've kind of got it to where newer cards are not really efficient at mining, but they're great at processing graphics. I'm sure that's some sort of like, you know, stupid D- digital DRM, you know. Yeah, I w- if I buy a product, I want to use it for what I want. Problem is people like our miners are disrupting the entire market for these things. It's not the miners, though. It's the it, Right now, it is the chip manufacturers, and I mean, they're got, catching up. You got to think, like, the car market is not su- as in tight of a spot as the GPU market. What do you mean? I had somebody tell me that he they just sold uh, like a... 2010 Lincoln for like $19,000. I know, but there's not a surplus of GPUs laying around that don't have their chips in them. There's literally hundreds of thousands of vehicles sitting around that don't have chips. Well, yeah, that's apples and oranges, though. It's like, you know, it. you got to have, they've got all the silicon, or the, I'm sorry, the boards for the GPUs. They just don't have the, the chips that go on them. So, yeah, it's similar, I guess. But, you know, GPU manufacturing, it takes a whole lot less energy and, and effort uh, after you have the chips made than it does to make an automobile. you got to put a whole lot of crap together for the automobile. There's probably warehouses full of half-manufactured GPUs right now, too. You never know. But um, I'm looking forward we'll to see. it because I'm a, I've been on the hunt for a vehicle for a while. I'm not getting one tomorrow, but I've been looking. And if this actually floods the market like it looks like it's going to, it's going to be pretty easy to get a nice vehicle, even used. I'm still okay buying used because yeah. it's going to be 10 times Just cheaper. Just sell it now and walk everywhere. Uh, that would be quite difficult. I, I was looking for a truck. I'm, I've got to, you know, eventually I want to go back to a truck instead of an SUV. And the price is just insane. So, no, I'm happy with what I got for now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to drive this thing until it goes, it dies. Well, that's what I'm worried about. it until I start spending more money than it's worth and... Then it's time to get a new vehicle. That's kind of yeah. what my car's gotten to, though. You yeah. know, you hit the gas pedal and you hear a couple things in the hood rattling, and it's like, it's today the day. I saw a random video. This is just random stuff from YouTube shorts or whatever I was watching. Um, uh, someone took their nice Mercedes to, like, a big box store to get the car, the tires changed. Yeah. They took it to a shop a couple of days later, or I guess a couple of days, like maybe I don't know, a month later, because every time they would drive it, they'd hear something rattling in the front part of it. Well, they found it was in the right uh, passenger side tire, and they just, you know, pop the tire off, take the take the wheel off, and then somebody at the big box store had accidentally knocked or broke the tire sensor that's inside the tire, the pressure sensor, the CPMS, CPMS sensor. sensor, and and it um, was just. Rolling around, around, rolling in around inside the tire, inside the tube, and uh, that thing was like you ever seen like a pebble in a in a yeah. in a uh, stream. Yeah. yeah, it's normally a big box like a rectangle. It was yeah. a smooth pebble. It wow. still was working though. They didn't have any tire TPMS problems. That's awesome. <laughs> but it, it, they had it zip tied. 
um, to the freaking insert inside of the wheel. Yeah, I took my um, I took my SUV several years ago to a place. They're now closed in my city, but and I know why. And uh, they did a repair for me. And when I picked it up, I noticed it as I got down the road. It was like you know I kept hearing like a ding ding clank clank. And uh, and I finally got. I was coming to a place. There wasn't a lot of people around, luckily. And I was pulling up to an intersection. And then I heard the like bang bang, and I saw something fly out from underneath oh, my Lord. vehicle. I thought, what is this? And I went back, and it's the, it's a wrench, like a a, a wrench. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and I'm like, left they the left tool. it in the they left it in there somewhere, and it was like dinging around, and finally hit wow. hit the belt or something, flew out. And I went back and asked Holy them about cow. it, and they're like, it wasn't ours. What do you mean it wasn't yours? I don't have a wrench. Yeah, I don't store my <laughs> wrenches in my hood, but. Um, I've learned lately that people just really can't drive. You know, I was coming across an intersection the How other day. How old are you? You're just now learning this. I've only been driving, you know, two, three years. I started driving in the like start of COVID, so yeah. you realize there was no cars on the road. That is true. You you get a pass for that. So I was coming up on an intersection and had the green light and had just gotten the green light, and this lady was about, I'd say, a foot from getting T-boned because she ran the red light, not giving a crap, and flipped me off on the way through. I'm sure it was great. Yeah. That was one of the times I was like, man, I kind of hope they hit my car because I can finally get a new one. <laughs> yeah, it's about to blow up anyway, and yeah. it literally you're, sounds you're like it. You're doing me a favor. So. Do me a favor, babe. There He's probably driving like that, hoping somebody hits in the hover. Yeah. Not always, but there's times. <laughs> you just need to put, like, some, uh, like, orange lights on your car. Just be a whacker. You know what I'm talking about? Dude that pl- wants to be a police officer really bad, so he puts, like, all the lights and sirens stuff on his car and no, drives an old crown I don't pick. want to go you know to jail. You don't go to jail. It just that's just, impersonation. Not an orange not, light. Not no. blue lights. It's blue lights. Orange lights. I would just do a bunch fine. of amber just, and like white. Yeah, you can just can't no. use them. That's still illegal to use them if you're not like you know working. Yeah, don't try to pull somebody over. Well, it's yeah. like I watched a YouTube video of a dude that said he was working for the National Weather Service, and it was like a Volkswagen something, like a Volkswagen <laughs> Passat that had a police interceptor badge on the back. And had like amber, red, and white off the back, and blue. Yeah. Was this red, a storm amber. chaser? Yeah, he acted like a storm chaser, but they pop his trunk, and he's got like duty belts and police uniforms. And- yeah, these people exist everywhere, man. I, I watched a video of a guy that got pulled over, and he had like you know blue light. It was blue lights, and he had like one green strobe. It was in a state that allows you yeah. to do that, and so he had like fully kitted out, you know, Ford F one fifty black. Yeah, uh, I saw big old, that video. big old uh, yeah. car pusher on the front of it. He's got canine on the back, like in in big lettering. Yeah. He's got like, uh, um, you know, uh, handcuffs and duty belt and firearm and everything in the vehicle and all that. He's got a, a radio from essentially the state's WEMA. Um, yeah, it was like know. a cert program or yeah, something. something like that. Well, he's serving papers. He's a process server. And he's running the lights and sirens down the road going 80 miles an hour them? serving. Yeah. Oh, no. Serving papers. All right. That's so, why he got pulled over. And and so, like, they are, like, asking, like, why are you – is this an emergency to serve these papers? Well, you know, you know, she's, you know, she's got kids and this is, like, a child support. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, no. I found okay. this tra- – so there's this guy that I used to know. That he's now working for this, like, traffic management company. Used to know. And – if you want, like, the definition of trying to want to be cops but can't actually be law enforcement. Whacker. Yeah. I was scrolling through their Facebook, and I'm trying to find the picture now. And it is just, it's, they are like a traffic safety management. So, like, the, you know, road crews working, and they hire the yeah. company to go in and do traffic for them. There's a lot and of those people out there, and it's it's admirable that you, you want to be you know the police and you have that much respect for them. But you're going to get hurt yeah. if somebody thinks you're an officer and they're on the run. You know, imitation is the best form of flattery, and so I guess that's a good thing. But, you know, it is. It's almost sad because it, a lot of these folks, All right, you know, they just don't have the. Uh, he's carrying a gun. <laughs> oh no! No, but, it gets worse. Here's yeah. just this is like all right. So carrying it outside the waistband, whatever. Don't really care about. So that. like. You know, the sad thing about this this whole thing is, is, um, you know, these people may or may not just be able to achieve, you know, what uh, what it takes to be a police officer or what it takes to be a firefighter, EMS or something like that. You know, maybe they're not fit. Maybe they have a, you know, a disability. And they end up becoming like this because it's, you know, it's their dream to be this, but they can't. Right. You know, it's kind of sad. It, it's illegal, oh, it you know, but it's sad. Here it is. Prime example. And I really hope they're not in our county because that... I mean, this this would be straight up in trouble if 
yeah, someone seriously. drove by and saw that. So obviously this is not a video cast. So this is a dude. Um, he's got an orange vest on. For, essentially from his waist up, he looks like a traffic worker. From his waist down, he looks like a cop. He's got like matte green um, BDU pants, BDU pants and, and a duty yeah. belt and, you know, uh, handgun uh, multiple clips and what are you going to do with a pistol directing traffic me, in magazines? But like, think, think if in our county, because you know the uniforms in our county, that is like prime yeah, example of our uniforms in yeah. our county. Because we, I, there's not many of those tan shirts anymore. They're mostly black now, but people still wear their tan shirts. I like where you were going, Chris. What were you going to say? Like, so you know, what are you going to do if you're directing traffic and somebody you know is going too fast? You're going to blow out their back yeah, tire, slow them down, like shoot them. Why like, do you need now? Granted, I'm sure he probably has a carry permit and is authorized, yeah. and if his company allows him to do that, that's one thing. But you know, are there, how many crimes are committed on the side of the interstate when you're doing traffic that you need to carry your pistol? You're going to you know pop out a back I, windshield. You know, I carry mine everywhere I go legally. I can carry and. But I don't make it. I've never really understood open carry because you don't I, have a ham bone hanging out of exactly. your pocket. Though. I've got a little, you know, micro pistol that I always carry, and it's like, you know, yeah, that was could probably could have used better choice words there. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. So it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a uh, it's I don't know. You you have to think about it like there's different classes of people out there. It's you know people that it that takes get all that kinds, kind of entertainment so. from or that pride from being able to do something like that. It, it takes all kinds of people to to make this world go but um you know the point is though as long as we're kind to each other and um uh, treat each other right then we'll be in good shape speaking of being in good shape i think we're in good shape on this episode i'd uh, say so yeah thanks for tuning in we covered a lot uh we don't have pop culture so you'll have to tune in to uh, another show later but uh we covered quite a bit i want to thank you for listening please follow our socials if you like the show please share it with your friends let them know we're here you can email us. I'm Chris at stillloveyubro.com. Jess at stillloveyubro.com with a Y-A. And follow us on our socials. Thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, 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 hey. See you next time. All right. Are you going to hit stop? Is anybody going to hit stop? Hey, is is he man, hitting I stop? I that I don't like your see you next time, but can we just leave it off at that? Because you know the song, right? That was a song? Smoke weed every day. Hey, 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 hey. What station are you listening to? Snoop Dogg, come on. What?